10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Talking gaming technology with tech media, tech prime media. That is. So we've come up with a name. We have a, a new a name change, a slogan change, a name change kind of thing going on. Nothing's really changed over here at the studio. Just the name. It's a little easier to remember. A little easier to get out there and SEO and whatnot. And to spell. To spell too. For ask your Alexa. Why does Nate's audio sound so? Ask. And act your uh, your Google Home or your <laughs> yeah. your Apple Sonos or your whatever you're using. I don't know what you're using these days. Using something, I'm sure. But we have a number of topics this week. We're going to get into the Nintendo Switch OLED, the OLED. So, and why it's fifty dollars more? Which that's a big question. Newegg will also be building your PC if you want for a hundred dollars. Nate, your mic is cutting out constantly. Well, it's not my mic, but anyway. <laughs> no, it's so, like, well, I anyway. can barely hear or understand what you're saying right now. Well, luckily for you, it is coming through pretty clear. So, yeah. Well, for our recording. For, anyway, on our end. For the recording, it's coming through pretty clear. Anyway, so we also have a story from Tokyo, a cafe in Tokyo, which is actually, I would love to go to this place. And we're going to that. It's probably one of the coolest places I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, you can now play world of warships on a real warship that's featured in world of warships okay <laughs> interesting i don't i'm not sure why you would do that or what would be the main reasoning for doing that but yeah you can do that now i guess apparently anyway so on the tech side we're going to get into tensin and their mischievous ways of making sure you're not playing their games at certain times. We also got a actual something that's going to be possibly signed into law to get one step closer to the whole right to repair, which is a great thing. It needs to be a thing across the board, a right to repair. Yeah. Anybody should be able to repair anything they own and should be able to have access to the tools and capabilities. Um, and things should be built in this regard too, not just so you buy it to break it. That's just dumb. Um, Pentagon is kills off Microsoft's $100 billion Jedi cloud contract. It's kind of a big deal for Microsoft, unfortunately. And so, I don't know, and we're going to get into, so Greenland is a movie I watched on my vacation. And I was, it was a disaster. I love disaster movies in general, but it's another type end of the world. Comet's about to hit the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greenland is a movie I watched over my vacation because I was wanting to watch it. It's a disaster movie. I love disaster movies. Um, and it was a great one because it involves a comet, which could actually easily be. The thing that does end this world is a comet hitting our planet. <laughs> um, and it's actually a pretty good movie for the most part for a disaster movie. I mean, they're very, pretty typical for the most part what's going to happen. Um, but this one's actually getting a sequel. We'll get into that, which is actually really cool. First disaster movie I think I've ever seen get a sequel. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so what the heck's everyone up to since the last time? Since, yeah, since last week. What the hell's been going on? Yeah, I can hear him on the stream like a second late, so I'm just going to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. weird. Anyway, 
So what the hell's been going on? Sounds fine on the stream. So Grim, what the hell's been going on lately? What's happening over there? Oh, uh, the, right, the sorry, cave. dude. Remember, delay and echo. <laughs> the Grim Cave. <laughs> all right, let's see. I've been working on um, working on D and D. Uh, gotta stop doing that because I have like nine sessions worth of content for each thing, and I don't even know what we're doing and where we're going now. I've forgotten all of it because of it. Um, I just picked up Final Fantasy um, fourteen and started playing that. Yeah, really enjoying that. Um, and that's about it. Like, spend a lot of time on the D and D stuff mainly, and I'm working on a secret D and D project that hopefully, down the road after we complete these campaigns, if people still want to play, we might mess around with the secret campaign. The secret campaign. It's gonna be a full conversion. That's why I'm calling it secret, dude. Like, I'm building it and theming it around something I love. And you guys won't know what it is. <laughs> won't know what it is. As in, we won't guess or we'll never, we won't know what well, it is. No, it you'll, let's put it this way. Nate will know the very second we play. Ah. The second I load it up, he's going to go, oh, <laughs> cool. But you guys won't know until then. Oh, well. I don't know. That could be cool. Though. But is that it, Grim? Yeah, that's pretty much it, dude. All right. So, uh, I, first of all, I had to get a, a push lawnmower because I have nowhere to put a real lawnmower. So I literally, you know, the old-fashioned type of lawnmower with the blades on the outside. And you push it manually. It's got no engine. Tech, tech prime people were using manual lawnmowers. <laughs> but uh, it's just I have I have nowhere to put a uh, any anything like that in like in my building in my house because uh, there's I have no storage. So that's all I can use right now. So until I get like a shed or something, that's what I'm gonna have to deal with, which sucks because like I have nowhere to put my motorcycle. Oh, so it's still at the I'll storage. I'll take it off hand, bro. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, the other day I played some, uh, what did I play? I played some Minecraft with Woody and, uh, really messed up in that. <laughs> he, he ended up in another, another, uh, location, like another, uh, like the nether thing, but you do it through a teleport through a book and he didn't make oh. a, he didn't make a return point oh, with the book first. Goodness. You're supposed to link it to your, where you want it to come back to. Yeah. And he's like, hey, John, I really messed up. What? What's up? What was that noise, by the way? He's like, yeah, yeah. I teleported to some other other world, an alternate universe. And it's really scary here. You need to get me back. And, I, and I'm like, uh, what? What are you talking about? How are you going to get back? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, you need to go up to this room uh, that's upstairs on the third floor. So I go to the third floor. I'm like, there's nothing here. What are you talking about? Yeah, there should be a book on the floor. I'm like, there's no book on the floor. I don't understand. And uh, he, uh, then I go back up and I'm like, I see a door, another door. I'm like, when did this room get built? I had no idea it existed. So oh. I find it in the room and I teleport and I figure he explains how to do it. I go there. And then uh, 
we I get I I have to go to his where go to him to play. To, I have to put like a book bookshelf down to put the book on. Yeah. So you can teleport back. I'm like, well, while we're here, we might as well look around. So we go looking around, and I'm like, like a minute out, I'm like, oh shit, we need to turn around. He's like, why? We need to mark where we came from because we'll never find it. Oh. <laughs> so we spent about like five minutes trying to find out how to get back home. I'm like, ah, oh, this is we are so stupid. <laughs> so then we uh went back in the game, but like pretty soon uh we didn't stream that one. But uh, the next one we will because we're probably going to be going into space. Oh, so we made our rocket. I, I'm working on the the silo because we built uh, my uh, automatic mines. Yeah, that dig down, and we're going to use that as a silo. Oh, there you go. So uh, I made that. So we're just working on doing that. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we haven't done. Like it's like. I'm remembering slowly remembering stuff because I'm I totally forget about them. I'm like, wow, I forgot. Like, there's there's computers you can make where you can hold a controller and you can store ev- all the crap you use in in the computer and you can just pull it out from your controller. Oh, gee, what the hell? Yeah, it's so much, but we just haven't done it. It's, yeah. it's very in depth. Well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, but it's in depth. And then uh, I with uh, Bo, I played some uh, Phasmagoria, and uh, that is. Very RP game right there. You really have to RP that. Yeah. Like, like, um, it gets, uh, like, there's some people that are like, I ain't playing with you. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Blah, 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 you know? And then we played some Payday 2. No. And then I watched one of his friends play. He was, uh, showing me this, like, Civil War game. Hmm. Where you, uh, you're literally. You're in the middle. It's first person. You're shooting muskets and shit. It takes like two minutes to load the damn gun. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you're running around a field and stuff. It's literally civil war. And there's like, you have like a captain and that's like giving you direction and, and stuff. But it is so, it is nerdy, nerdily RP. Like they're like, they're like asking, do you want to get, get set up for out. war? And God bless the Confederacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, <laughs> let's go, everybody. Let's go. We can do this. You know, it's like they're so into it. Uh-huh. And they'll like email you. Do you, do you want to enlist? You know, oh my God. <laughs> shit like that. Like, wow. I don't want to check that out. Oh. <laughs> I said, I, I asked you in the, in, the, in the chat if you heard of the game. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, it, 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 and it's like 126 players. Or something. I don't, it's a lot of players. Huh. You would think it'd be a lot more players, given that you fire one bullet a minute. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, those servers should be able to support well, a thousand players. Well, a lot of like the Civil War was hand to hand combat. It wasn't. There wasn't. Yeah. All, there wasn't. Firing was there for the first few minutes, and then it was like fist to fist. Nate, 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 stop! You're gonna make yourself sound like a fool. Stop! <laughs> I follow a lot of Civil War stuff. Yeah, so do I. You are wrong. You are wrong. Okay. Yes, it did devolve to hand-to-hand quite a bit in some areas, but it was more like a 70-30. Because the way it worked... Yeah, well... The the way it worked was that they would line up and fire until a side broke, and then the other side would march forward. It wasn't a a very common thing to have an entire group march up and just run over a group and start stabbing them with their bayonets. Well, no, that's the difference. That didn't happen as much as people think. During the Revolutionary War, those are the things like... um, we won so many battles because the English were trying to be proper English. Um, they actually had a chance to kill George Washington and didn't do it because he didn't want to shoot the guy in the back, um, which is kind of silly. 
Um, they could have actually had been a different outcome. Yeah, but now you're pivoting because um, we weren't talking about that. We were talking about no, you but saying like, that most battles devolved well, the into melee. Well, they did during, during the during the Revolutionary War. They did um, because America figured out when we were fighting for this country to get this country. Uh, one of the ways we started winning was being cruel fucks. We started like obviously the militia. The what was it the uh, the one Dude, that's in the... it's like it, it's like you're taking all your info from that movie that's good but not accurate at all. <laughs> no, no, but that was based on a few different. That movie was ba the Patriots based on a few different militias um, that are famous. Most the, battles in the most the battles Korea. in the Revolutionary War involved the long, long uh, siege battles using cannon and artillery strikes. Well, no, those then, were at like the forts and stuff. Yes, and then um, but like, hey, I know what I'm talking about. I literally listen to read and watch documentaries about this shit daily. They did not devolve into melee on a constant basis. No, they did quite a bit uh, in the Revolutionary War because um, basically the guerrilla, no, when, when we turned into like guerrilla warfare, because that was the way we found a way to beat the English. Was... It's called War I of Rights. Ah, War of I rights. watch far more stuff about this than he has ever even heard of in his life. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. called, it's called War that. of Rights, Grim. I literally just got done listening to a book called the, the Revolutionary War Book One, and I'm just going to start tomorrow on the second book. Yep. I do this shit. This is all I listen to at work. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, the War of Rights. Is War it what of it's called? Yeah, War of Rights. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I might check that out. There might be some fun involved in that utter stupidity. But that that's it for me. Damn. So, um, for well, the we, most, we did finish the studio. Yes, we did For finish the, the studio. Yes, uh, yeah, the studio is pretty much finished. That's one thing we did do this week. We have it all soundproofed and whatnot. Oh, now. You can definitely tell. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is actually a good thing. And we obviously, you guys already know, we did a name change uh, to the channel now. Tech Prime Media. Um, we'll go by Tech Prime. Tech Prime. Tech Prime Media. Um, but yeah, for short, it's Tech Prime. Uh, if you look us up on YouTube now, it's Tech Prime Media. Uh, on any of their channels, stuff like that. We not obviously everybody doesn't know the website was taken down because there was pretty much no traffic to it. Mm -hmm. Um, then that's it comes down to there is nobody that goes to websites really anymore. Um, the only websites I go to from YouTube channels in general are like art websites because they're selling their art or mm -hmm. they have tutorials or uh, and the other websites I go to from YouTube channels are blogs about archaeology uh, or like Linus's forums. I don't really go to those much. I go every once in a while, but um, yeah, yeah, very, very few. It's it's times. very few. Um, and it's funny because websites have kind of like and still make quite uh, websites now mostly for like portfolios too. Yeah, um, like, like too. besides like going to like freaking like uh shopping, yeah, like Amazon dot com or something. You when's the last time you've looked up um you know a website besides like. A music yeah. company or something like that. Um, so like for the most part, I think for right now I've linked our podcast actually a podcast website to the uh as the main website on YouTube. I think that's what I did. Pretty sure that's what I did. Um because that is kind of a website and I might make like a free WordPress website just for something. I don't know what. <laughs> but yeah. Because it's kind of like it has like as has a kind of a niche purpose like websites do nowadays in a sense. Um 
unless like we start selling like merch or something at some point but who knows that could be a useful reason for it um but as of right now we actually have no reason for it technically at all <laughs> yeah um because everything's either on the youtube channel or on the podcast or in any contact to us you can just obviously find us on social media which is also get changed now to tech print prime media on twitter um and on facebook and um yeah wherever else <laughs> you find us the only one's not done yet is uh Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's not done. So, yeah, and that was like one of the yeah, main things that you've done. Other than that, this week's just been like one of those weeks because, like, yeah, it's just one of the busiest weeks at work in general. Like, it was like, like stupid. Um, and after this week, you just always have a, I have a new loathing for the human race, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's what it is though um but anyway so let's get into this first topic which is if i can get back to it yeah oh chicken mcnuggets do you like them and he dropped his retro arcade retrocade two pocket two yeah. retrocade pocket two and i also i also got a uh a retroid pocket two it's pretty cool and what you were saying you have to update it with the with the handheld. You can't just use the card. Well, I yeah, I haven't, I haven't read the whole three. I haven't read the whole what? tutorial yet, but yeah. Huh? I what, Grim? I said I got a retro pocket three. I'm better than you. <laughs> okay. Liar. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read the whole tutorial yet about it, but yeah. I'm uh, putting lineage OS on it. Yeah, I watched a video about it. It's, it's easy. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's easy. And it gets it gets rid of the uh, the other things too. Okay, yeah. Well, you're gonna have all the games anyways. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter. All right. Uh, so anyway, so this first topic. So really cool story. I was like going through and I saw this. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty neat. If I'm ever in Japan, I'm going to this place. I'm gonna find a way to go to this place because it's hidden. Technically, it's hidden. You can't just go to it. You can go to it, but you can't go to it. Um, it's me, a uh, former Nintendo employee. If you uh, can, you can't, man. Come uh, on. <laughs> uh, Taru Hashimoto. Taru Hashimoto has for years been running a secret diner in Tokyo that Ooh. alongside housing rare items from Nintendo's past, but also served as an industry hangout uh, for basically some of the biggest names in um, basically from that work at Nintendo. And I think other developers too, for developers in general, because you just point out just developers. Mm -hmm. um, and it's called 84. Um and it's just, it's like his own little reference kind of thing. Um, basically referring to like, I forget, where is it? It's a combination of the creator's last name and the year he joined the Kyoto-based games maker uh, and the final stage of Super Mario Brothers 8-4. Hmm. So, and he joined obviously in 84. He joined Nintendo. Um, so, that's kind of neat. And it has relics, obviously, and basically has a bunch of stuff on the walls and stuff of stuff Nintendo literally would have thrown in an incinerator. Oh, really? That, like, basically developers and stuff, people from now have brought him or he's got a hold of or whatnot because he obviously worked Nintendo for a while. He knew. He knows people. Um, so after, during the pandemic, because um, people don't know, Japan took it, like, a lot of countries took it way more seriously than we did. Like, everything was locked down. You couldn't barely leave your house. Um... Mm -hmm. So, 
and that was obviously and they like all the restaurants closed. They didn't just oh deliver no you closed, <laughs> um, unless you did actually have a full delivery service only. Wow. Um, so and that was the only ones that were allowed to operate um, that had a full delivery service. Um, so, and a lot of them that did actually did have delivery service, they actually did waive all delivery fees and everything, which was kind of neat. So during that time period, anyway, during that time period, they had to close, mm-hmm. they couldn't open. Um, they reopened out since and have opened to the public. Uh, but you can't, because it, before it wasn't open to the public, only certain people developers stuff that could go there. You can go there if you get an uh, invitation pretty much, uh, or find a way to get an invitation or somebody, you know, somebody or not. Um, and on the invitation, they will give you the address. Hmm. It's like last minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if it's like really far away? Well, <laughs> you expect to get invited. Um. So, I mean, it would be really I mean, cool. You're nothing special, my man. So. <laughs> Come on, really- he drinks LaCroix. Yeah. Jeez. He drinks LaCroix. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, if I ever go to Japan, I'm definitely going to try to find a way to go to this or get invited or something. That'd be really cool. Just in general. It's a, it's a cafe, too. It's not... Um, it used to be like a full diner. I guess it's just mostly just a cafe now. That's only because they had to limit themselves. They might go back to it eventually, but who knows? We'll see. So you can now play World of Warships on an actual warship. Um, we played World of Warships for a little Ooh. while. What? World of Warship. We played that for a little while. Yeah. On stream. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just saying ooh because <laughs> Oh. Ooh. <laughs> like I don't I don't I like cool story, but like I'm not going to go out of my way to play a boring game on a boring ship. I thought you liked that game. I was making a joke because you called it boring. I thought I thought it was boring. Anyway. Yeah, because you don't understand. You were supposed to RP that shit. (laughs) I don't know. World of Tags is like super big also. I don't know if uh, World of Airships or whatever the hell it was. I don't know what it's called. Anyway. So the, H- <laughs> the HMS Belfast World of Tanks is awesome. <laughs> HMS Belfast is a Second World War Royal Navy warship, first launched in 1938 and then was decommissioned in 1963, and now resides in the River Thames. Um, decommissioned as a museum, and they have put a uh, in one of the basically rooms, like the commanding rooms, whatever. They have turned it into a World of Warships. Command room. Hmm. Which is kind of neat. I mean, and it's just in, I think it's mostly um, so people, because obviously that ship is actually featured in the game. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be cooler if they made a game like this, but you had a group of people running one ship. Yes, I think or I love this that. This would make more sense. Yeah. Um, what the hell is that game we played for a while? I can tell you right now, that would be far more boring. Um no sky no skies of Icarus I loved the team mentality of that like, yeah but that dude you're talking about realistic versus skies of Icarus 
Skies of Rickerus is awesome. But guns. guns. <laughs> yeah, I said Rickerus. Rickerus. Skies of Rickerus. If you're playing this game live in the way you're talking about, you're talking about literally standing still and one guy going, hard to port. 15 degrees port. Yeah, but when you're barrel. in the middle of a fight, you're loaded. Like, load yeah. the load the missile, load the missile. I'm loading it, motherfucker. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Realized how incredible that would be so boring in that in that kind of setting. If it was pirate ships, different story. You have no, boarding parties and it's stuff. But intense. on those ships, you're literally just going to drive and shoot from a mile out every 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it's 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 uh fairly. I don't know if you ever watched like Navy drill stuff like that. It's fucking intense. Like then they got like do the like prep for like if they battle stuff like that. Like it's nothing like you're no boringness. You're running around like this and all this kind of shit's going on. Like it's not nothing boring going on. It's everybody running around like a freaking crazy person. <laughs> um, but no, but I love Skies of Icarus that how that game actually played. Um, guns that of team Icarus. mentality. Guns of Icarus. That's it. <laughs> Skies of Icarus. Guns of Icarus. Well, um, you want to give credit where credit's due. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Guns. Are, yeah. No, we've met them uh, and whatnot. Uh, Lasagna still doing freaking videos. Oh, he got like no views and shit, but he's still doing it. Damn. They, they pop up on my feed once in a while on YouTube. Wow. Uh, Welcome funny. back to another day of you not watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is, I guess. I mean, it's a cool game. I mean, it's just that only problem is like you play it like nowadays, it's like playing like a PS2 game, but I don't know. And there's like literally the the following is like the same people that have been there the whole time. Yes. And if we went on there, they'd still know who we were. <laughs> they'd be like, oh my gosh, hey. Of, of course they would. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. They would know who we are. Yeah. Um, no, but I think there was a lot to that game. That game could have evolved into something absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or like come out with a. It's not that it's a bad game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great game. It's a fucking great it, game. That game just didn't feel like it played well. Yeah. It played okay. It just had some glitches. I mean, it was only like five people making it, not even. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but you, basically, that game suffers from the same problem that I have with a lot of indie games. You make excuses for uh, it talking to your mic. Grim, you're, 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 you're because not, of the number of people making it. Grim, you're not talking into your mic. Yes, I am. Can't hear you. You got <laughs> really quiet. Okay, how's that? All right. <laughs> So yeah. All right. So as I was saying, um, the man, I got this is so annoying having to mute the stream every time <laughs> because I can't understand you when I listen to the other mic. Mm. So um, in that game, as cool as the idea was, again, it's the kind of game I wish a company with enough employees made it. Oh yeah, because you're right. It was just made by five people. But it was also buggy, small, and felt bad when you played it. You just enjoyed it because you liked the concept. But if a real company like Sony Santa Monica made a game like that, it would play way better and it would be a way better game. It's kind of like how, as much as I like PUBG, Call of Duty is smoother. Way smoother. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So I understand why people can't play PUBG because it's not smooth enough for them. That's how I feel about uh, Guns of Icarus. I can't play it because it's not smooth enough for me. Eh. As cool as the idea is. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and that should—that's my basic stance on that game. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Hate me if you want. <laughs> well, no, it's it's a good game. It's like obviously I stopped playing for a reason, but I mean it's it's what it is. Um, but no, I think if I was ever actually over in obviously England, I would definitely probably check this little. I'd, it'd be cool to walk onto that warship because it's a classic. It's a, it's you mean it, it's seen some shit. So I would go there for other reasons. Well, yeah, like, I'd want to see play, the warship. I want to play yeah. that game. Yeah, I would want to see a warship. I that shit's my life, dude. I love that sort of stuff. True. Anyway, so okay, so building I okay. Building a PC, like, to me, is, like, super, super easy. Like, it's wicked easy. And it can be, for some people, like, therapeutic, yeah? Yeah, it's it's really, it's super easy to build a PC. Yeah. Um, and we were, for a while, we were actually going to have a video. We never did it. Uh, we were going to have Tony Camper build a PC. Because it's just show you how easy it actually is. And then shit hit the fan. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we still might do that at some point. Um, it's a proverbial Camper fan. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... And but apparently, so Newegg is now offering for a hundred dollars choice of parts for a hundred dollars build a PC. Now the thing is though, that's a hundred dollars for Newegg to do it. I'm pretty sure it's only seventy dollars um, from I buy Power, but I'm not sure. Well, with with Newegg, you can choose your parts. Well, to what they have in stock. Yeah, that's the difference. So yeah. you might find actually a way better bargain than I buy power stuff. Yeah. Because you are when you go to I buy power or CyberPower or any of those websites or Dell or any of those build your own PC crap. Yeah, um, says, you uh, are paying premiums. Assemble your gaming rig from scratch. Yeah. But um It it does say somewhere on here about like it it depends on yeah, it says cost ninety nine dollars to have new egg build your PC, big or small. That means the value proposition will vary depending on the overall cost of your system and the complexity of the build. The yeah. pricing seems fair. Uh, it does, yeah. Um, $100 isn't bad, I mean. And it says, and aside from pricing, the potential key advantage is having access to a wide range of parts in, in every category. But graphics cards. Yeah. It's a, it's a good idea, just with the whole graphics card issue, that makes it difficult. Like it says, there is a caveat, however, Turning on the new Need Assembly Service toggle when utilizing the PC Builder tool cuts down the list of parts to only qualified items that are available on Newegg's California warehouse. Yes. Um. So, and then the other thing, like, I personally would, like, if you really want to do this, if you didn't want to build your own PC, um, buy two PCs. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, so buy a pre-built, okay, already, with a graphic chart in it, Okay. Buy if you want to do this. Have Newegg build your PC, but don't put a graphics card in it. Oh, okay. Um, set, get set both sent to you. Put the graphics card into it. Sell the other one for parts and make your money back. <laughs> That's how hard it is to get a graphics card these days. Well, no, it's true. In like there is like obviously, and with the chip shortage and everything else, it is kind of a pain right now. Yeah. Um, like my graphics card and my fucking computer is going for like a thousand dollars. I'm like, what do you have? Um, the first generation Vega. Oh my God. Jeez. I have a 1080 and I know that's going for a price. I'm like, that's stupid. 580s are going for $800. Yeah. 
AMD 580s? Yes. 1060s, I think, are... The, the Furies must be going for a gazillion dollars. Oh, yeah. ten six. <laughs> I forget. The 1060s are... Uh, they're around like $800, $600, somewhere around there. Wow. Uh, hell, 1050 TIs, I mean, are going for good like $300 or more. That's sickening. Yeah. The that's... 1050i goes for like $149. New. Yeah, when it first came out, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about when with the whole scalping market. I'm saying oh. retail, they're like 150 bucks. Well, I think they're less than that actually retail now. Really? I think ten fifty. I think they're. Bucks. I think they're about hundred bucks now. Um, technically the MSR, yeah, but no, it's just ridiculous. Like you can't get a hold of a graphics card. Yeah, unless you're willing to spend the money. It's supposed to be getting better. I haven't seen it getting better. No, a lot of people are saying it's going to get better. I have. I don't see it. Yeah, I think the only way is if they that you can get it is if they put like a waiting list, like how. Uh, there was some websites like uh, for like Xboxes and Playstations, they were doing waiting lists and you, you were on the queue and you would get oh. it for the real price. Yeah, no, that's true. That... I knew NVIDIA was doing it too. They did do that. Yeah, no, that would be a good thing. Um, I think also to nullify scalpers, uh, verifying ID mm. uh, with a phone number, they have to call, like somebody has to call you yeah. and verify you, you. And... And it has to be a real person. And you can only buy it once or something or twice. Yeah, and you, it has to be a real person yeah. because that way they can send if they're talking to a bot. Yeah. Um, or not. So Well, even if they're going to scalp it, they can only scalp one of them. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's fine. Um, if they really want to resell it, they're buy their one. Because I've been, I've been waiting. How long have I been? I've been waiting, what, two years to build a new computer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love to get my hand on like a three, uh, what do you call it, 3060. Like, but, and because they're only supposed to be like, like four hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I've been wanting the thirty eighty. It's six ninety nine. They're going for freaking twelve hundred dollars. Yes. Like, really? Come on. Yeah. No one's no. Stop the mining. <laughs> you can mine with a freaking Raspberry Pi now. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but the idea is though, yeah, you want one of those. The reason why is because it can solve more complex mathematical yeah, problems, yeah. which will obviously divvy out more crypto. Mm. Yeah. Um. But the problem is, like, NVIDIA could easily uh, go ahead and write firmware to disable mining. Same thing with AMD. Yeah, they did that with one of the cards. They made a mining-only card, and they still... No, were... not mining-only. I mean, not not mining. No, I mean, they made a not mining card, like gaming-only, and they still just changed the firmware. And they made it a mining card. Hmm. They they tried that already. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you can change the firmware. Uh, it's just one hurdle that people can... But, I mean... That's I what it is, I guess. I want a computer, man. Yeah. I like, I got this one, but it's old. And it won't work with Windows 11, supposedly. Well, there is lots and lots and <laughs> lots of ways around that. Um. So. And it's funny because Linus was going on. And he thinks that what they're trying to do is they want to put themselves into the same realm as, like, Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, with their security. Oh, yeah, they yeah. want to say they're as secure as Apple. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, Plus, with all the the uh, what do they call ransomware now. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, but the problem is, like, I don't. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, because, like, for instance, like Vista, what Vista failed mm-hmm. because, um, well, for instance, it had some crazy recommended, like the recommended hardware and stuff like that was like stupid high for Vista. Yeah, and it ran okay on those systems. Um, and most people just ran it and it was like, this thing's running the garbage. Well, yeah, because it, it did, um, because it had such crazy hardware limitations on it. Yeah. Um, 
and this is going down that same road if they do it the problem is they've put hard floors into where you can't run it on other hardware now this time and complain about it mm -hmm. so we'll see i don't i personally don't think windows 11 is going to be a success i think it is i think they're going to do something about it of course they'll do something they'll like get possibly. rid of the whole the whole tpm thing or mm -hmm. whatever it is when push comes to shove we'll see what they do but they yeah. might I guess it might, I think it's too soon to push it, the whole TPM thing, if if, if there's going to be already issues, you know? Yeah, granted, all newer hardware coming out now actually all has that, yes. Mm -hmm. But, like I even pointed out, and actually, well, um, Linus pointed out, um, what's his name from Gamers Nexus pointed out, um, J2Sense pointed out, like all the main guys that do a lot of builds said it's going to be a nightmare for repairs. Oh, really? Why because, that? okay, we're expecting people already to this day and age, like nobody properly backs up their data, um, all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Nobody is going to be proper, let alone, they probably even know what the TMP 2.0 is. They probably have no clue. You say that to them, you're like, huh? Yeah, what, do you, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. Um, if you say, hey, did you back up your key to your TMP 2.0? What's That's a key? What do you mean? To, to the P2 because you need that key if you're gonna if some of their hardware dies, you change it out. You're not getting back into that Windows machine. That's right. That's just like the whole thing where the you were saying that the people that use workbenches. Yes. Every time they put a different thing in it, it's like oh error. Yeah, they won't use Windows 11 to do it. If there's well, though obviously a lot of these are gonna work, use workarounds now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there are going to be builds out there. Uh, for people like myself, like my Windows 10 build is a stripped down build, mm -hmm. completely stripped down um, because there's a lot of crap in Windows 10 that you don't need. Yeah. Um, and what they do is it's the same. It's it's the same build as you can get from Microsoft websites that they just take it and just rip everything off it um, and then remake the image. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a nightmare for people that actually do repairs um, because and people are going to be sad because what is going to happen? It's going to happen a lot. And people are going to get pissed. They're going to bring their computer in to get repaired or a part change or something like that. They're going to have no clue what the TMP is or their encryption key or anything like that. And then they're going to be told, hey, well, to let you know, all your data is going to be gone after I change this part. And they're going to be, what do you mean? Well, we don't have the encryption key to your TMP, so we're not going to be able to log back into that hard drive. That hard drive is now locked. And Now, is that only the hard drive with the OS on it or is that also all your other hard drives? No, it's not all the other hard drives, just the Windows one. Okay. Well, that's that's good to hear because, like, you it's know, just I the have Windows. Several hard drives. But a lot of people use that same drive for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's where people are going to run into the problem. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to be mad and they're going to be angry and they're going to throw shit and they're going to yell and they're going to scream and go, what are you? Yeah. Well, it's going to suck for you <laughs> unless you learn how to. I mean, you have to educate people in general. And that's a problem with America in general. Like, we don't have enough computer science, like, courses in general. Like, Across the country and teaching people how to how this works yeah like i walk around in an area like i'm like there's so many people that look for shit i'm like do you know you have a phone in your pocket you can look up where anything is anywhere yeah. literally it'll put you on a roadmap on your phone where to walk to like and then like like when people get called oh hey can i get this customer to the front everybody has a damn cell phone text them yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of world are we living Joe Schmo in? Joe to the front. Your party's ready. Yeah. Like, text? we, you, you, I'm sure that person has a cell phone in their pocket. And I'm sure you do too. How about you text them and tell you to meet you wherever? Like, come on, people. What year are we living in? 
Like we have breached into the year 2000 a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh. And if you want to live without the technology, well then don't bug me. <laughs> I can tell you this right now. The camera footage looks really good. It does. Yes, it, it, does, <laughs> it looks 24 frames per second. Very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it looks professional. I think we finally hit it. We have to the start... white walls make it, man. I'm telling <laughs> you. We might have to start recording locally again. Get really good. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. oh so anyway. So the OLED is coming out. Nintendo Switch OLED. Officially announced. We got eh. the trailer. Um, oh, and whatnot. And it literally is the exact same Switch. Uh, well, we don't know 100%. Okay, so from everything Nintendo's told us and from Nintendo's, the Japanese Nintendo website, um, there is no other new hardware as far as they say on the website. Um, just the screen is different. The bezel is smaller, which is why they moved. They moved the infrared sensor to the very top instead of in, like in the bezel. It used to be in the bezel. What are you talking about? The infrared sensor is in the control, the joystick. No, the infrared sensor for uh, how it changes brightness. Oh, oh, it used okay, to be, okay. It used to be yeah, in the yeah. bezel. They changed that to the top. The light sensing thing? Yeah. Uh, probably because they couldn't fit it because they made the bezel so small. I turned that shit off anyway. Um, so they moved that there. Obviously, it's better, bigger speakers they put in there. Uh, white Joy-Cons, even though my Joy-Cons are white because they're Super Nintendo Joy-Cons. But mm. anyway, because <laughs> it's, well, it's cool that it's, it's an option now. You can get white Joy-Cons. I think that's neat, just by default. Uh, I don't care for the buttons though, but I understand why they're there because they're supposed to be used separately, independently, if they if needed be. What do you mean, buttons? Um, on the left Joy-Con, there's no, there, it's buttons, not a D-pad. Oh well, yeah. Where yeah, mine yeah. has a D-pad. Yeah. Now. yeah. But uh, now, does it rumble though? Yeah, it does. What doesn't it do? It does everything. Because hmm. I thought the, the the aftermarket ones didn't have like it's the... not an aftermarket one. Oh, it's not. Was it a Hori? No, no, I do have a Hori one, but I use uh the main one because I all I did was I changed, oh, you, you I changed my I took apart my whole switch uh, and put um completely new casing around everything that looks like a Super Nintendo. Okay, so it gets, um, so you were able and to I use put a real D pad in there. Oh, that's cool. Because the, it has a new front plate that allows me to put a D pad in there. Ah. so it all is all the original parts. Mm -hmm. Oh, um. So yeah, everything else the same. The dock is actually a lot nicer. I think. I think the dock is like well, way more. It's designed way better. That's the one. It lights that, up too. I yeah. Think. Um. For okay. So, in general, for a handheld device, though, this is probably the absolutely premium handheld device you could ever carry with you. Um. If it was 1080p. Um. Like if if. Well, we don't know. That's the thing. No, it's not. It's 720. It's, it's 720. an OLED, OLED 720. So it'll be more vibrant. But like the thing with old LED, like uh, the tech geek said, he was saying something about burning. But like, why didn't they? Why isn't it like AM AM LED? Oh, uh, like I've never had burning on my cell phone. Yeah, I've never seen. Oh no, I've never seen it burning on an old LED. No, I I don't know. I've never seen that before. Um, I do like the bigger kickstand. Maybe like first gen LEDs or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um. Well, yeah. The yeah the kickstand's really cool. Um. Yeah, just I like the fact that they completely redesigned the dock. The dock actually has an Ethernet port in it now, if you want. Yeah, but really. Um, well, I would say it's useful for people. I don't know. 
I don't know who it's used for. Yeah, actually, maybe they're planning on something to with their internet. Maybe they're gonna have better game online gaming. Well, that's very hopeful. <laughs> uh, um, granted, okay, so their online gaming no universe is good. Talking about their online gaming universe is uh, good. Nintendo's online. If if you're gaming. not looking to, oh, I haven't even used their online gaming, so I don't know how good it is. If, if you're if you're not looking to join a community, I guess you could say, um. Like for instance, like you're I, looking to go online but not be online. Well, no. <laughs> like for instance, like I don't care for interacting with you. Like care less. Um, but I also I like the obviously the classic Nintendo stuff and the Super Nintendo stuff. Um, but the two games I love playing online is Tetris ninety nine and Pac Man ninety nine. Um, those are great games to play online. Um, and usually I'll play a game like daily, if not like I mean, on those it's just fun. I don't care for interacting with people. Like who care less. But I like playing like a game or two against someone. Uh, well, against ninety nine other people. And there is actually, so everybody knows, there is a Tetris slash Mario Golf crossover event going on. It's going to be going on like in a week or something, uh, where there's going to be a new Tet- there's the next Tetris ninety nine tournament, and it's going to be Mario Golf themed. Oh, and it's usually, they usually do this when a new like big Switch game comes out. Um, it's just mostly to promote the new Switch game. Is what they do it for, and you get a new you can get a new background. Oh. Um, like I think I have like good like fifty backgrounds from just from them releasing games and oh. and they just release it. So and they have a bunch of classic ones. Yeah, but yeah, it's what it is. I don't. I like Nintendo's online stuff. I don't like it. I don't like the community. I think their community like interface is crap. Yes, it's absolutely dog shit. Um, but I'm not that kind of person looking to do that. If I want to, inter- I just renewed automatically. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh- I check my email. I'm like, what's this? Nintendo just charged me $20, $21 and some odd cents. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, for the year. Yeah, for, year. for yeah, my year. Year. Um, which isn't bad because they still are adding games all the time. They're, yeah, but they're always like the shittiest games. Like, well, the they pro- pick them out of a hat. You know? Well, it's it's not that. Um, I think we covered this on the thing is that they're, with that, they're having actually a lot of problems with licensing because some of these cup, some of these games are still owned and licensed by other companies or that want a lot of revenue for to put them on something. So how much did Arcade One up pay for Ninja Turtles? They probably paid a lot. Because why can't we get Ninja Turtles? They probably paid quite a bit. <laughs> um because we know those arcade machines don't cost a lot to make. So they probably paid quite a bit. How about, because, <laughs> how about because screw Ninja Turtles, give me double dragon. <laughs> well the double dragons are actually on there. I think all the Double Dragons are on there. Um, yeah, all the yeah, all the ones on NES and all the. No, ones I that... just mean I want Double Dragon, dude. Oh, you want a Double Dragon, <laughs> Dragon One Up Arcade? Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but I think I think Nintendo actually owns the rights to Double Dragon. I'm not positive. I think they do. I don't know. They came out. They, Double Dragon Four came out on like everything. That wasn't Double Dragon. No, no, I that mean, wasn't no, Double Dragon. No, I mean they, that was people they, who thought they liked Double Dragon, but reality didn't like shit. Um, I think they own the rights to like the first three games and like the Super. I think they own those rights. I think. Ah, okay. Because I think they got them from Data East or something. I don't know. I think there's a whole thing behind that. Anyway, so yeah, there's nothing else really special. With this except for a really, 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 really nice screen. <laughs> um, and seven twenty. But Come the problem, on, okay, man. so the problem is so obviously as soon as this thing comes out in October, um, people are going to tear this thing down right away, okay, and we're going to see if there's any hardware changes right away. 
Um, and if there is hardware changes and say if there's overclockability or anything like that, that's going to be happened um, to make it possibly 1080p or any of those things. We don't know. Um, we'll see when that hardware gets opened up and we see what's inside it. Now, the thing that's going to be disappointing is if we open it up and we see it's the same hardware. Yeah. yeah. The reason why we're, it's disappointing and granted, I'll probably end up buying one of these anyway. Um, and so will a billion other people. Um, and, and that's why they just make money. And when we complain, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and a bunch of people will buy that. I mean, I want it just for the dock. Christ, <laughs> the dock is awesome. Um, but in general, like they're paying, you're paying $350, $50 more than a standard switch right now um, for just a screen and a better dock. Um, when, okay. So in general, the parts that are in there have gotten way cheaper. Mm-hmm. If they're the same parts that are in the switch right now, yeah. those parts have gotten so much cheaper in the last five years uh, to get a hold of. So it should theoretically just be the same price because all they're upgrading is the screen and a chip for ethernet and some better speakers. Um, that shouldn't be, I mean, technically a switch should cost right now, even with them making a profit about 200 bucks. So it still should cost about $300 with the new one. I, th- I I don't know why I thought I thought the switch was 250 for some reason 249. No, the switch light. It's, no, that's 199. Well, yeah, 199. And the switch is 299. Yeah, I don't remember paying 300 for it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I paid more than 300 because I got like the bundle with like yeah, yeah, Super yeah. Mario Odyssey. It's whatever. the only way you could get it then. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I got mine one. came with Super Mario Odyssey, but my I got the red 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 Joy-Con. Ah, uh, oh, but. I rarely use it. I've been using it for golf, Mario Golf, but yeah. So did it's Grim. me, a Mario. <laughs> yeah, I have to get Mario Golf. Buying that shit soon. <laughs> Probably next week. Probably I next said week. Either this week or next week. Yeah, Mario Golf is one of the classic Nintendo games. Um, a lot of people are. It's getting subpar reviews though. Well, that's like, okay, so I don't know, like, the last... People are stupid. Well, the last Mario Tennis games have only been okay, too. Um, Like, I can tell you exactly why it's getting bad reviews from, I mean, subpar reviews. It's because the reviewers don't understand what what it's for. It's golf. Well, yeah, that in uh, the... When's the last time a Mario Golf game came out? Uh, It's not, it hasn't been that long. Um, Oh, God, what the fuck is this? So now, okay. So the thing is, though, they also like the Mario Tennis games. It's like they've done some weird things with the Mario Tennis games, and there isn't as much that used to be in the Mario Tennis games, which is kind of annoyed me. Which is kind of why I was annoyed with them, because I've gotten annoyed out of Mario Tennis games. But I still think like the best one is the last one that came out on the Wii. Um, but I don't know. Mario Golf World Tour on I think it was on the the 3DS. Was in 2014. On 3ds, yeah. 2013, I yeah. I bought that. I got that. I, yeah. I know I got that. Because I always liked the Mario Golfs. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah, Mario Golf is just great. I just want them to add a bunch of stuff to it. Like, keep it Mario Golf, add a whole shitload of courses. Had a whole, like, you mean? And that's the thing, like, that was limited with like, the last tennis one. It was, like, very limited. It was, like, I don't know. There wasn't as many options. And there wasn't as many like style tournaments and stuff you can get into and stuff. I don't know. Just, oh, Mario just, Tennis Aces or something like that. Yeah, it just felt very limited compared to the other Mario uh, Mario Tennis games. Well, the one before that one was even worse. It was like terrible. Um, oh really? 
So I don't know. I got the one for the the Wii or the Wii U. Yeah, that was okay. No, that was a terrible. One. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a terrible. One. I really my favorite is Mario Baseball though. Ah, uh, Super Slugger or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, called. Mario was Super Slugger. That was so good. No, they're not bad games. The sports Mario games are actually a lot of fun in general, but like, don't take away ad. <laughs> Christ. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, they took away also in the last Mario Tennis, they took away a bunch of characters you can play. I'm like, what? why are we taking characters away? <laughs> it, it, they, they should be cu- turning into like how Mario Kart is. Yeah. Mario Kart just keeps adding. These and adding. Taken and adding. Away. Yeah. Exactly. Like, There's... hell, Mario Kart has oh, got like no. a ton of, ton of tracks from old games yeah they had added all the old tracks they added all like they had everything it was great yeah um there's everything in that game i don't see why i don't get it um but in general yeah so i'm definitely obviously going to get the switch it's going to be a thing obviously just <laughs> what it is um Nintendo's going to get my money along with like a billion other people um how many switches uh, do you have now their switch their switches will like their sales will skyrocket just two um, just just two. Just two. What do you have a light? Yeah. Um so I mean Yeah. I mean it's what it is. And I could always like it like take my other switch and give it to like my nephew or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, no give he has Give it a, to Johnny. No, he has a switch. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No, no, my nephew oh, has a oh. switch. Johnny Webb was literally telling me today, he's like, Man, I need a switch. I, I want to get my Metroid when it comes out. Yeah. Like, yeah, he has right. a switch, and by and my sister paying way more than she should have. What did she get it from Rent Center or something like that? No, for well during the holidays she got him an Xbox Series X, and she paid way more than she should have. Oh Jesus, Jesus! She paid close to a thousand dollars. Oh my God! Freaking Christ! <laughs> oh well, that's what it is, though. Yep. Yeah. My lovely uh, scalpers. Yeah, I, uh, I just can't. Ugh. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here buying a fucking manual lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. It's not bad, actually. It's a good workout. I was dying. <laughs> I would find out like a payment plan for like a Roomba uh, no, lawnmower. No. I have no problem doing the lawn. <laughs> it's just like I said, I, I got nowhere to put a actual gas powered lawnmower or battery you know electric one i'm not leaving that in my built in my living space well no you don't want to you can't put you shouldn't do that anymore. yeah so i need a shed and i don't have a shed so yeah this this, this location is pretty they've got new rules and stuff where you can't just it, i can't get like a metal shed or a plastic shed it has to be a wooden shed or the color of the house shed why with, not a metal with, shed with, with a shingle roof no why not a metal shed because they won't they're the most durable i don't know because they rust and they fall apart, as you can see through the rest of the park. Oh, well, yeah, but there are like ones that are made out of metal that don't rust. With too. like rust oleum and shit, yeah. yeah I'm sure yeah. there are. Yeah. But I don't know. So, I mean, there's that like place. I think it's like down the road. It's off 95. Mm. There's that shed place. I don't oh, know. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what the hell it's called. But yeah. It's a shed. It needs a shed, apparently. Anyway, so this is the end of the gaming portion of the podcast. We're going to move on to technology. We're going to get into, obviously, interesting newbie news that's going to actually cross over to both because we're going to be talking about Tencent and we're going to be talking about the the curious history of video games on vinyl. That I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> Maybe they're coming back. 
No. The new PS5 games are going to be on vinyl. <laughs> you're going to need 500 of them. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every move forward, you need a new record. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna every need step. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. That's very costly. Every game would cost $1,200. <laughs> Well, the, 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 I guess the, the vinyls were paper thin. Oh, we'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to that then. So we're going to move on to technology. And as everybody knows, in this podcast, this is the podcast that we're changing over to Tech Prime Media, formerly known as Gitech, or the symbol of Gitech. Rip. <laughs> Time to buy a new hat. Time to buy a new hat, yeah. Make yeah, new yeah. cards. Make new cards, all that fun stuff. We need uh, to put in for... Uh, RWX, yeah, uh, which we'll actually obviously put in as get tech because they, that's what we know us as. Yeah, um, we'll tell we'll talk to them when we're there. For now, yeah, now we we're, we've changed our name. Yeah, we are officially Tech Prime Media. Um, no, but no, Chris is like an awesome guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, Metal Jesus is gonna be there. Yes, Metal Jesus will be and, there, and he was saying that on his. Uh, on one of his last videos, he was saying, "Hey, you guys, let me know if I start making my way over to the East Coast." Oh yeah, uh, I didn't know you watched him. Yeah, yeah, he said uh, he's like, "Let me know if I start making my way over to the East Coast." Some of the games, right? Then he talked about like Long Island. Is he going to walk up to get here? <laughs> he was talking about like Long Island light games, like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it sucks. Like his buddy isn't going to be like uh, because uh, one of the other guys that he hangs out with. I don't know, I'm a friend with him on on Instagram or whatever, but uh, he asked if he should go, but he's gonna go to another one that's nearby, the, another one in the, the the following week or something like that. Oh, uh, down down in Jersey or something like that. Isn't that too many games? It's not that one. It's it's one, one I never heard of. Well, there's a Long Island game. One it too. might be the Long Island. I'm not sure, but uh, it's like that he wasn't going. But uh, the funny thing is they uh, he asked. Reggie? No, not Reggie. No, oh. that'd be awesome. If, oh, I'd love it if Reggie was. Um. <laughs> No, but they were uh, RWX was asking who they want want who we would want to see. Oh, okay. And I put Metal Jesus. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then uh, he he made the announcement today, and I'm like, dude, my wish came true. He's yeah. like, yeah, John, I did it for you. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, and then I don't know if you heard what happened to uh, Wood. Uh, does anybody know who Wood Hawker is? Um, because I normally watch him. Um, and I listen to his podcast. Um, because they were uh, they wanted to go to a lot of retro gaming shows this year, so him and his girlfriend were against getting the vaccine. Oh, um, but they said, well, the only way we're going to really it'd be the smart thing is to get the vaccine. So he went and got the vaccine at, at the CVS near his house, whatever. Kind of regrets it now. Um, he literally he had. I think four or five seizures. Three inside CVS. Holy crap. Um, he said like after the, out the second one, he literally watched the pharmacist jump over the counter like fucking Rambo. Wow. <laughs> like how's he doing now? He's doing okay. Oh, okay. Um and whatnot. Did but, he do yeah. the one shot or the two shot? He, he's okay, so he did get Moderna, so he's only he's he's not going for the second shot. Oh, okay. He will not be going for the second shot. Um, oh wow. 
that's crazy. I wonder what what affected it with him. They, he doesn't know. He said he actually on the podcast. He said he's actually going to uh, be going to get his like head checked and stuff. Obviously, uh, it's a smart thing to do um, to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. Did um, his girlfriend get hers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, she got that hers. Sucks, man. I would love to see him again. Yeah, no. So hopefully, if that means he might be actually becoming retro expert too yeah because he said he wants to make it to the east coast uh retro yeah, games yeah. shows i know that avgn is only doing too many games yeah i know yeah he's only doing two yeah, yeah. It's the only one i'm doing this year it's just it's local to him so but he's closer to anyway that's a whole other discussion he lives in pennsylvania doesn't he no he's only in connecticut avgn does not live in connecticut are you thinking uh oh sorry RGT? no no rgt yeah, i'm backwards <laughs> here yeah, it'd be yeah. nice if RGT. I've been waiting for him to come back. I've he been might to talk to him. Yeah, he might actually, because he's actually that's like literally like a People, town away. I don't know who they're talking about either. <laughs> he's a he's a town away, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he could actually go. Last time he didn't come because of uh, he got sick. He got sick, migraines yeah. or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTubers, RGG, RGT eighty five. Uh, who else were we talking to? Metal Jesus rocks. Yeah, I'm kidding. We're talking about Metal Jesus. Yeah, and we if you don't know who AVGN is, obviously you're kind of living in a hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway he's the funniest guy on the internet <laughs> um, actually his best video to eat was the fear and loathing in las vegas one absolutely oh yeah that fucking, was that was, that was so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> i absolutely love that holy crap hey, that was just great so speaking of media and you know what we've been with, like to watch and stuff yeah i, so I checked w- out that uh the war of tomorrow or whatever yeah, but kind of wanting to watch that. It looks pretty good. It was okay. What did you think, Grim? I, I, you said you watched it. I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. But as a slocky bullshit movie. Yeah. Slocky bullshit. The, the thing I liked the most about it was it pwned me. Explain. So, like, I have to mute because of the echo. So, like, I sat down and I got, I went to watch it. As soon as it started, I went. You know, how the fuck do they know they're not screwing up the future by taking the wrong people and thus having a negative effect on the future? Mm-hmm. Jokingly, because I thought the movie would just be that retarded. And yeah. then two seconds into the movie, the lady's like, yeah, we're only taking people who um, who we know are dying before this point, so we know you're not having any effect on the future. And I'm oh. like, oh, good. You tricked me. <laughs> you, you, you came up with the dumbest solution, but it is a solution to your plot hole. I get, yeah. yeah, it is a solution. Like I said, like Sisyphus, though. Really good time travel, actually. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Sisyphus, the myth. Sister fist. Sister fist. <laughs> How do you not know what Sisyphus is? Like, yeah. the myth of the guy pushing the boulder up the hill. And then he says, fuck it one day. There was something, there was something else I watched. Why, why do I not remember what it was? So that sounds very... Uh... Who's the uh the other guy that hey, was getting his guts ripped out every day? <laughs> Sounds like the same kind of guts punishment. Out what? Uh, oh, I know what I did. Greek god. I know something I uh, watched. I watched two great things. Hold up, guys. Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, right, let me do this mute thing again so I can freaking hear correctly. All right, I watched Ice Road, which was ridiculously stupid. Liam Neeson fighting oh, the elements god. and trucks. <laughs> that was great. But then also, I found the greatest thing ever. I found a dude, won't give names because they like to shut people down on YouTube that do this sort of thing. But this guy posts every single kung fu movie you have ever heard of from the 70s. I watched like 30 kung fu movies over the weekend, and I loved it. (laughs) 
shit like Snake in the Eagle sh- Eagle Shadow, or Monkey Fighter versus Robert Fighter. Hey, hey, did you watch? So I have a movie actually on my Plex. I don't know if you watched it. It was a recommendation from uh, Tony Camper. It's actually really good. Uh, Sword of Doom. Sword of Doom. Let me think. Sword of Doom. Sword of Doom. All right, Nate, it's coming up as porn. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the wang of doom. <laughs> uh, 1966. I, I think, don't it's think 19... I saw this. It's on my Plex server. Oh. I have a very, I have a remastered, like very high definition version. Dude, um, you want to, you want to impress me, man? Get me some Seven Samurai on there. I'll, I'll get, I can get that. Samurai. I've been actually trying to. Actually, I love that movie. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Yeah, the other movie that I just put on there. That movie came out last year. The other one I have, the other, uh, the Swordsman is actually really good. That came out last year. Yo Jimbo, I think it is. Yo Jimbo. Yo Yo Jimbo. That's another good one. Basically, all all Kurokawa movies. Yeah, yeah. Just and well, I've been actually really getting into Korean cinema. Cinema, Korean cinema is really good. I just realized, but that's a whole other discussion. Um. So yeah, and I've been watching obviously Sisyphus, like Sisyphus the myth. Anybody needs to check it out. Like, um, and I found out from like the forms stuff they actually have they one of the biggest budgets this korean cinema has ever put to a tv show uh is sisyphus um and i realize also a lot of people don't understand like i don't know if it's koreans or people just watch korean cinema don't understand how sci-fi and time travel works they seem really confused (laughs) they 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 don't get like and i'm like and i'm pointing out like like no i didn't really put it on the phones but i'm like looking reading them like okay how do you not understand how time travel works like i don't get it um and there's a lot of like there's a lot of reference to William Gibson, so I think they're a lot using a lot of the rules he uses in his books, which is cool. Um, and they don't like every single episode is like a movie. Every episode's like a good hour and a half long. And there's 13 episodes, there's 14 episodes to the first season. I don't know if they're getting a second season because I haven't finished it yet. I have like two episodes left, I think, or one episode. Um, I think it might be a complete story, but it is really freaking good. Like, holy everything like just clicks into place by the end and everything. Just absolutely some of the best like acting and it's weird because i always every time i hear the main character's name i think of akira because his name's tetsuo and here the uh, the main character in akira is tetsuo and i always don't know it's one of those weird things hey nate what because i like telling you stuff that other people won't understand you just activated my trap card you might very well get to play as a special custom akira character in that special uh, (laughs) campaign i'm working on I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll we'll just call it Mega Tokyo 244. (laughs) Mega Tokyo 244. Yeah. But that's like a year down the road at the rate we're going with these other fucking campaigns. Yeah. Um, I got to get back to actually adding a bunch of stuff to my Plex. I have so many things. um, Like, and it's weird because a lot of times I'll actually download them because I want just like super high quality stuff on my Plex ever uh, with super high bit rates, everything like that. because it's becoming like my archive of like stuff I watch stuff and stuff if like it ever disappears off anything or there's like it's weird there's some streams that have shows and movies that are really crappy quality um and I'm like why would you put this on here um even like on daytime tv the only time I ever watched like the show night court was when it's on like during the day on whatever the whatever tv channels playing it and it's absolutely the shittiest quality you've ever seen um which is why obviously I put the entire series on my flex server and I've actually found it's not a it's not great quality, but it's way better than what TV's putting out. The thing that drives me crazy is like, it's weird because like with Netflix with its HDR, yeah, 
it is so dark. Like I told you before, like uh, like I was trying to watch Sabrina, I couldn't see shit. So okay, I watched. For, I, I watched well, it through my computer, and it was so much better. So uh, yeah. So well, I have first HDR. question: what? Why the hell are you watching Sabrina? Actually, that Sabrina's actually was pretty good. Actually, Sabrina, no, ne- Netflix Sabrina, Netflix Sabrina was really good. Okay, actually. again, why are you watching Sabrina? Because it was Sabrina. really good. It was actually really good. <laughs> again, why are you watching Sabrina? You need to watch it. To it's find good. Out. <laughs> no, again, why are you watching Sabrina? Because she's hot. I don't know. I don't know okay. Okay. <laughs> because well, this ain't your dad. This ain't reason. This ain't you're messing with my head. You're messing <laughs> with my head. It's not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's Sabrina. well, it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but it's actually it's it's no holes bars like yeah unleashed <laughs> yeah it's pretty brutal yeah it's yeah it's a yeah no. it's not meant for under 18 no. pretty much okay yeah no. tv mature no no move on no <laughs> have you move watched on. it i don't care or you just That's refuse like tell me you guys like tell <laughs> oh me you guys are just move on <laughs> oh i don't know Fucking soy boys i'm surrounded <laughs> by soy boys <laughs> you watch them sabrina i'm gonna um, go watch adsman gold make fun of people to wash it off. Yeah. I've been watching him play D and mean play um Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he's entertaining. <laughs> entertaining. Well. And the other thing I'm doing I was just listening to a bunch of podcasts on fucking like the disclosure and like what people think of it. It's just like you know, it's what it is. Um, and after listening to a bunch of podcasts, I really want to go to Egypt, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> it's dangerous as hell right now, but yeah. Well, I've always wanted to go. Yes and no. Um, um, and there is one podcast I listen to that actually has asked our listeners, hey, we are going on a trip on de- in December to Egypt, and people can sign up to go with that group. Where? Egypt. Why would you go to Egypt? I mean, why would I go to Egypt? Because it's probably one of the most interesting places on our planet. Yes, yes. The Egyptian pyramids are interesting. Your dumb ass should go nowhere near it. <laughs> um, and this guy that I found, like, like... You should travel nowhere near the Middle East at all. <laughs> oh, come for on. now. Oh, oh That's as dumb as saying I want to visit China. Oh, my God. Anyway, like I understand how cool it is. I'd love to go to China and see the Terracotta Army. I'm not oh, dumb yeah, enough to go yeah. anywhere near those crazy people right now. Oh, anyway, like I understand. I would love to see the Egyptian temples. Oh my god! I, me and Aaron, been watching documentaries about this shit. I would love to see well, that. That's the thing. I'm not stepping I, yeah. anywhere near that <laughs> I, country. I, I, right I'm now. really glad the next generation. Okay, so I get so pissed off. And it's funny uh, because my girlfriend watches me and she's like, "I'm gonna get mad, aren't you?" Because I get so mad if I watch the Egyptian documentary. Okay, Why? because it's so wrong, <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm new so ones? no. Well, some new ones too. Okay, so well, like okay, so it's not technically that they're wrong. It's just that there's been enough doubt thrown in that they should be teaching more than just one perspective right now. Well, no, because I'm glad the, the, the perspective had always been one thing, and now they're starting to think that, for example, the the Sphinx was underwater before. No, it was. There's, like there's, there's clear evidence of it. <laughs> there's, um, I actually saw a documentary the other day, Nate. You might want to check it out, but I can't remember the name of it. But it was a guy who basically theorized that... You ever heard of the Eye of the Sahara? Sahara? 
Yeah, I know. Okay, so you you were watching. Okay, so this is a guy I told uh, Tony Camper to check out because he needs to watch him because I've been watching him for a few years now. Uh, James Bright, his name's Bright Insight. Um, and you watched his video, right? About uh, the, uh, like, the. I'm going to throw this into the chat on Facebook. Yeah, so you you're watching about the recot structure. Okay, because this yeah. picture. Yeah, the recot structure insane. is is okay. So the the research he started doing along with like a whole bunch of other people shows that that was probably almost indefinitely Atlantis. And if you actually pull the water table back, because you can do that on certain map programs, you can pull the water table back and it shows it was surrounded by water. It's crazy. If it's not Atlantis, it's something else. It, it's a crater of some sort. No, but no, it's, this- it's, 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 it, what do you call it? There's too much data there for it. Well, it can't, okay. It cannot be Atlantis, but there's too much data in the surrounding area around it. Um, matches perfectly with what plato said atlantis was yes so basically um, if, you say, read plato, so, if you read uh, plato's teachings he gives a an area where he says atlantis is and all current data analysts believe that it's in the area where this eye of sierra sahara is and if you look at that picture bazinga it looks like the drawings that he had in his book yeah about how the, the recot structure atlantis was laid out yeah. So the theory that they're working is that this is where Atlantis was. Yeah, he's called um actually that guy right there, Bright Insight, he's actually part of the group I was just talking about that's going to Egypt in December. The only difference here is whether or not that could be some sort of like impact, but also it doesn't look like it could be an impact. No, no, you can see because um, it doesn't dent into the you, ground. No, so you can actually see where salt water used to come into it. You can see a line of white. That's where the salt water resided. Where is this? Like underwater or something? No, no, or? no. That's oh, literally in the middle Sahara of the Sahara. Desert. Really? Yeah. And they yeah. they just discovered this? Or no, 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 no. Okay, okay so they, they've, just, they've known about this for this place for a in, while. But as they study it, a guy came along and said, "Hey, does anybody notice that Plato's speaking about about Atlantis points to this location, and his pictures look a lot like the formation yeah. that is now rotted out here?" Well, he describes even the rocks that are to the south. He describes yeah. what's to the north. He describes to the south, to the west, the east. Well, this, he describes and it matches. What, if this is what they're talking about, it matches about, perfectly. Atlantis was freaking obliterated. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, okay, so okay, it? it'll, it'll be a time. I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. But well, it, it no, would take this too, is just, it would the idea is that this is just that's the it remnants. was destroyed by something. <laughs> well, no, it was destroyed. Clearly. Like we were hit by a cataclysm, and that's why I'm so interested in wanting to go to Egypt because, uh, and I'm so glad that the younger generation. But like Egypt I said, I, is I'm finally, not. I'm not in- conspiracy theories i just thought that was very interesting yeah um, that entire thing that i watched about yeah, it i'm really glad that the younger generation and this one guy i was watching he was actually he's a mason he's a tour he's a tour guide um he's also an enthusiast for history he owns also a shop over in egypt uh yusuf he so he like it's a breath of fresh air to see that the next generation doesn't buy into the bullshit that their predecessors try to teach them about um there's even lawyers and stuff that have come forward and said the amount of evidence that Egypt has for whatever they say their story is for their history would never hold up in a uh, law would hold up in a court at all. There's their correlation um, equal causation does not mean damn thing. It's just bullshit. Have um, they opened the Sphinx yet? The paw? Okay. The no, no, no. God damn it. Um, And it's funny because that all goes down to Yahi Hawass, who's a complete, he's a Who is complete he, swindler. He, no, no. He's the uh, minister of archaeology. Oh, he's okay. a swindler. Um, He's, I mean, they, he's, he's lied through his teeth his Jesus whole life. Jesus Christ, Nate, talking to that bike, man. He, yeah, he just Who's lied through he, his bro? teeth his whole life. He's 
like the tumor Osiris is only called the tumor Osiris because he said it was. There's no evidence for Osiris or anything related to Osiris in this tomb. It's just something he came up with literally. Bullshit. <laughs> you know what's bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> bullshit. Yeah that's, yeah, that's why I get so angry at, anyway, at Egyptian, uh, what do you call it, documentaries, unless they actually have some actually half a brain. Anyway, so Tencent is using facial recognition tech on under 18s to stop them playing video games late into the night. Not a bad idea. I think some parents would definitely be for this. Um, and this comes in, I think, also, okay, I'm not sure. Okay, you're using face recognition next to Facial recognition technology on under 18s for one. It's kind of it's a little bit of a gray area. Yeah. Um, and they're doing this mainly because if anybody doesn't know, so uh, PUBG is easily one of the most popular mobile games ever made. Okay. Completely like crushed like most games. Um, obviously, except for like Candy Crush or something. Uh, to the point where it got banned in India for a time, then came back um, mostly because people are playing it too much. And forgetting about like their daily chores or whatever they have to do, or they're just playing it's called, PUBG. It's called not having freedom. Um, they're just playing PUBG. <laughs> um, so parents are starting to get worried, obviously, and they took their phones away from their kids and everything else happened. Uh they tried to file lawsuits against Tencent and all that shit that happened. So Tencent obviously is trying to react to that now. And go, okay, hey, so let your kids play our games. We'll we'll make software so they can't play it past this certain time. Well, does that mean that the camera turns on by itself? Of course. Okay. So everybody knows and know. So on your phone, um, whenever you install an app, if you ever look, it goes, it's your app. This app can access da 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 da. Yeah. It can access all the shit, which is actually great about Android 12 because Android 12 um, and the new um, APK, well, it's not APKs, it's APKs within a bundle, uh, the AAP, AABs, whatever they're called, um, allow the modification of those permissions after install. That's what Android 12, that's one of the biggest updates to Android 12, uh, which is really cool. So you can go ahead and install some of these apps and then just shut off those uh, permissions. Um, like, hey, you can't access my phone. You can't access, you can't access my uh, speaker. You can't access my mic. You can't access my camera. You can't access my data. You can go ahead and shut that off after the fact, which is wow. really, really good. You can do that already if you have a rooted uh, Android phone, but it's really great that they're giving well, that. Well, there's some apps that just let you do it anyway. The, yeah, there are you some. You gotta go to the settings. Um, but they made it so very, I guess they made rules or a law or something that prevents minors to play video games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Yes. And this comes in the fact that like too many kids were up late, obviously. Playing video games. <laughs> and a maximum of 90 minutes of playing on, on weekdays. No, yeah, not yet. Yeah. Monthly caps. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's not that they well fuck that during during well no it's 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 worried parents it's not you can't blame them too much it's just worried parents it's not worried parents dude where are they doing it what country are they doing it in? Um, I'm in, waiting in India and China it's not worried parents you jackass it's worried India parents. and China no it's one hundred percent China. Period. Oh, it's what you get when you have a totalitarian communist government telling you how to live your life and how people and telling parents how to raise their kids. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, that's it. So, um, obviously, we know about the whole ESRBR rating thing happened because that something like this closely almost happened in America until Nintendo and Sega stepped in and said, basically, told the American government, "We'll do something about it. We'll promise. We promise. We'll do something about it right away." Because the American government was going to step in and start putting regulations on things. Um, it was really, really close to it. Um, and there was product. There was a bunch of products actually made in the 80s and 90s, um, basically to lock your kid's game system. Yeah, I saw those. There's one for um, the Nintendo. Yeah, you could lock it. That, Nate, you're missing a point. That's a choice. Hmm. You don't get By to choose with this. Yeah. No, but I'm This saying, is we not were... a choice in those places. No, but we China were. China will tell you do it or die. No, but we were going to a uh, point. We were. Uh, like if you looked a at point what the, where you get the where you get it so that the parents can choose. No, no, the American government was going to step in and be like really restrict video games. Um, no, if they were the things... going to try to, but regardless of whether the, the other com- the the game company stepped in and said anything, I don't think it would have flown because you'd have to get fifty states to step in. No, that's no, what makes our country um, set up so great. You need that's watch, why you can't ban guns. Watch uh, gaming historians. You did a really great documentary on that. Um, and it shows all they uh, Congress and the House, what do you call it? the Senate and the House are already ready to pass the bills. Everything was already set uh, until Nintendo and Sega stepped in. There was mm-hmm. a bunch of regulations that were going to go forward um, until Nintendo and Sega set, stepped in and said, please let us deal with it. Wow. Um, so we were really, really close to that. Um, I think that would have really killed mostly. It would have really hurt the video game industry in general for America. Um, if that would have happened. That's what it is, though. I mean, um, it's been a problem. I mean, you got to teach people like life balance, I guess. Yeah. All right. So what about this spin machine? The, <laughs> the curious history of video games on vinyl. This sounds like something I'd see on like Techmoon or something. Yes, exactly. That's why I like I saw it. Oh, so. It was in the early 80s. I guess there was a, the home computer boom. Yeah. But f- they call them flexi disks full of data were bri- uh, briefly all the rage. I don't remember this at all. No, I don't remember I, this. I was young, but still. It might have been something only in the UK because it says the ZX Spectrum, which the, was only in the UK. The, the ZX. Yeah, the ZX Spectrum. Uh, full of data were briefly the rage. And Frank Sidebottom, the Thompson Twins, and the Stranglers. Yeah, made their way to the ZX. So basically, like, um, bands or something. Yeah. The Thompson Twins. I, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so basically, they were, uh, like, uh, text-based. Yeah. Um, vinyl records were explored as means of storing computer data, including video games. I never heard of that. Like, I, I know of tapes. Yeah. And it's big tape, like, what, what NASA used and all that crap, like, all that shit. Never heard of record vinyl. Uh, they did movies on vinyl. Uh, certain types of vinyl, but not these, not regular vinyl. No, they did on regular vinyl too. Did you see the Techmon episode about that? It was pretty I terrible. I don't remember. It I was, might have. It, it was pretty terrible. It was pretty terrible. Oh, okay. It looked like shit. So, <laughs> some magazines of the time tucked code packed flexi disc inserts into their pages because they oh. were paper thin plastic records that could be fed into home computers from an ordinary turntable manu- <laughs> it says magically manifesting a game on the screen 
long before Travis Scott was attracting 12 million players uh, on Fortnite. Oh, Jesus. Uh, there was a coming together of a British game developer, a magazine, and a pop act that marketed the beginning of the intersection between music and games industries. Well, it wouldn't be smart because all it is, it would just be a, a preamp input, just like on the tape deck. Because you could just yeah. use a regular tape deck and plug it into your well, computer. It, reading on, it's <clears> like uh, the Thompson Twins Adventure Game came over on a 1984 issue of the magazine Computer and Video Games. Yeah. The first, uh, let me talk into the mic. The, the the first U.S. Uh, U.K. magazine devoted to games. Uh, almost everyone involved with the project, a promotional item linked to the release of the single Doctor Doctor. Doctor Doctor. Is what the hell kind of game is that? No, that's the name of the song. Oh, it's the game. Okay. I think I might know what the song is. But I think yeah, I think I know what that song. Doctor Doctor, give me the together. Well, that, that sure was in the eighties. Wow, no shit. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure if that's the same song. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, admits the game was imperfect. It was a weird text adventure garnished with incidental visuals and which the members of the Thompson Twins had to locate the ingredients of a potion to be made by the song's eponymous medic or whatever. I can't remember whatever that word is. The idea was so readers could load a disc from a turntable linked directly to a spectrum or copy the audio onto a cassette. Yeah. So it literally says that. And you play games like this. Yeah, because you got to think, I don't know. Uh, vinyl is great. I love vinyl. I don't think it'd be great for data, though. I don't know. I don't know. How much could it hold? Like, how much data could a record hold? Just as much as a cassette back then. But the difference is how data, like... <clears throat> Like it's the same hey guys, way. I gotta take off. All right. <clears throat> it's the same Have way. Have fun, everybody watching the podcast. It's, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just date. It's just sound. <clears throat> but trying to listen to the song. Yeah. Oh geez. Um. Yeah, it wouldn't be it any was different. Very eighties. Um. Because you just never heard of it. <laughs> it's not the song I was hoping. It was. Um. Because you gotta remember, it's just a wave form. I mean, it's not. The data is in a waveform, just like a song. Mm -hmm. So vinyls, it just has those little grooves in it, and it's the same thing. Um, the difference is, it's a vinyl is very inconsistent on a very quantum level compared to a, a you mean to a cassette. I was thinking Robert Palmer. Oh, bad yeah. case of loving you, Doctor Doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just I love vinyl, and the one thing that I love about the vinyl is the the crunchiness of the needle. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait for my black album box set. Yeah. Oh, there's so um, much shit. Li live albums on records is a whole new world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I have, I have uh, obviously the one of my favorite on albums I have actually is uh, on heavy vinyl. That you know, so it's like on what is it, thirty grand? I don't know, something like yeah. thirty grand, whatever. It is. The funny thing uh, is, like cheap record players have a hard time playing on the heavier vinyl. They, yeah, I guess they do. I heard that. Yeah. Um. But no, I have uh, Nirvana unplugged. Oh, one of the absolutely best performances oh, ever. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 <clears throat> I didn't know they had like a whole different band when they started. Yeah. Like Dave Grohl wasn't even in the band. No. It had uh, the uh, like the the guy who ended up playing bass. He 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 was in Nirvana for something, and then he played bass for another band, like another band, and now he, then he went into the military. Yep. Uh. I don't remember who it was. I've never heard of the guy. <laughs> I oh, really haven't. No. But uh, yeah, no, this is, I just thought this was really interesting. I've never heard of it before. 
No, but I can see how it was feasible because it was just another way of transmitting data. Um, because we already did it with tape decks, but <clears throat> and then obviously it went on the CDs and I don't know if everybody tried to use eight tracks. Eight tracks wouldn't have been bad actually. I don't know if everybody's ever tried that. I I don't know. But uh They might have. Because that wouldn't have that actually would have worked out pretty well, I think. Because <clears throat> you could actually change tracks to different games and stuff. That could actually work. But it would be be interesting. Yeah, they tried to do a number of things with vinyl that just failed. It, vinyl's good for music, and I think that's about it. <laughs> a record holds, uh, I guess, this is like an average, I guess. Well, it matters They're how saying close it holds. You make, it makes how, how close you make the groups. Yeah, well, on a basic record, like a... Not, not these thin-ass things that they're talking about. It says it holds 220 megabytes of storage on each side. Oh, that's quite a bit, actually. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, for the time, that's quite a bit. That's probably like a standard 78. Yeah. And a 45, it says a 45 would hold uh, around 30, 322. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's actually quite a bit of data. Granted, it'd be inconsistent, though. That's the only problem with all, like, the cracks and popples. Like, it would just... Yeah. yeah it's not good oh, for data. I can only imagine I'd pl- try and play a game and it... Something happens. Like, whoa. Yeah. Why is it my game glitching out? Because <laughs> you, you have some dirt on there. And the only way to actually fully remove, like, you'd have to have your, like... Like, there are people that are, like, super, like, into their vinyl... And they have special ways of cleaning every little groove. And they have their record player in the airtight, like, it's just ridiculous. They, they go a little far, but I guess it's if you want to remove that crackle, that's up to you. But it's part of the fun. Anyway, so let's get into this next topic. Yeah, it says that this total is about 170 megabytes or 340 for a stereo LP. Hmm, interesting. I would have never thought it would be that big. Well, it's just data. It's just, you I mean, I know, but like, my first hard drive was like 500 megs. I'm 500. Yeah, 500 megs, megabytes. And that was in like 1995. Yeah. And they had in the early, early 80s records that could hold almost that. Yeah. It's, it's, but it it's just bad for data, though. It's oh, like, yeah. It's, it's, that's why like it never worked. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole scratching. That's It also didn't work for video, too. Like video looks terrible. Yeah, because like it, it. it was trying to commute. I I think it's starting to come back to me. I think I saw that episode. They even had them in like it's like try it's like something trying to get video out of something from the ancient times. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous because they even put them in like giant like diskette things that like took the record out when you put it in the machine, mm. um, so that to make sure no dust gets on it. Yeah, it was a big big like VCR thing, yeah, disc it was machine huge. in it like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He had to take the whole thing apart to fix it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, Holy I, crap! Thing was huge. It was like yeah. It was a great. They tried. <laughs> yeah. It's a really bad idea. Then obviously CDs came out. That else. Yeah. Uh, the big big CD. discs was. I'm sure he'll be a RWX. <laughs> laser. Oh discs. yeah, laser disc. Yeah. Um. And obviously that led on to VCDs and DVDs and yeah. That's the whole history of that. Um, laser discs are still like a very like people like the laser discs for some reason. It, I just don't like, like the right ones. Because all the ones that we find I ever find are like shit. It's like I don't want to watch that. Yeah, like and, Johnny Cake had a handful of them for a but while. The, they didn't hold a whole lot of data. Like, um, because I remember my friend Paul had a um one of the laser disc player, 
Um, and that's how I first watched Mallrats. Oh, really? Uh, and they were like VCDs, except they were like giant VCDs. But because for the time, they looked great. Yeah, the, no, they, okay, they did CRT look good. TV. They did look decent. But the annoying thing is you have this huge ass disc, and then you still have to flip it over. Yeah. Because it only covers half the movie because yeah. the data compression was terrible. Did they ever make one that automatically just went to the other side? I think they, I think Techmon did one of those. Yeah, there are, there is, there was one with two different styluses. They had I think. two heads. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably fairly expensive, but yeah, probably a Sony. I yeah. saw, I saw an episode that he, he did this, like, it was like the first video call phones, yeah. but it was literally just took your picture and then sent it to them. And then they go back and forth with pictures. Oh. I said really, it was black and white and it was like this big. <laughs> oh, jeez. I really wish I still had it because I actually had a, they didn't release it in North America because VCD never caught on in North America. No, 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 because the Dreamcast played VCD. Yes. Uh, the format never caught on because it was before DVD. Um, and I remember I had a Star Wars box set of VCD I ordered from Japan. Oh, wow. Uh, which was kind of cool. But the problem is every movie had two discs. But that's why it's, I think that's why it's so easy to. Is that why it's so easy to to hack, not hack, but uh, copy Dreamcast games? Uh, well, they had a lot of security flaws in general, but that's oh, another okay. thing. Right, right, right. They had, they, yeah, that that was a whole other problem. Yeah, uh, Dynamite Cop. For well, the it's the same. Well, they actually eventually did learn their lesson because Xbox, for the most part, nowadays has fairly decent security, kinda. Mm. <laughs> but they used to have terrible. Oh. Um, anyway, so the Pentagon. Kills off Microsoft's 10 billion Jedi cloud contract. Says tech is now outdated. Now, okay, the funny thing about this. So, obviously, this is a whole big, huge contract for the Defense Ministry. Uh, Department of Defense. Uh, this huge cloud, whatever it was. We don't know a whole detail about it. We know it was for the military. Uh, we know it was a deal with the Pentagon. But it was a deal that was first being made in 2019 and their statement was the department has determined that due to evolving requirements increasing cloud um conveyancy and industry advances the jedi cloud contract no longer meets the needs a pentagon spokesman said in a statement so there is now a bid uh going on for this jedi cloud contract for because they put it back up. Why is it called Jedi? I don't know. Why did they call the project in the 80s Star Wars? And it had nothing to do with Star Wars? It had to do with uh, military satellites with lasers on them. That makes sense, though. But why? what does Jedi have to do with it? There's a reason they use Jedi. What's, what? what is this thing? I don't know. We don't. <laughs> okay, so the one thing that's interesting, though, and, uh, about this, that it's now up for a bit, and, and we, nobody knows why they said that... Um, technology is outdated because obviously uh this contract would have gone on for 10 years it would have had a constant stream it would have gave microsoft a huge boost because they're only 20 percent of the market uh amazon has 31 percent of the market they have most of the market so for cloud computing it would have gave them a huge bump not to mention constant revenue from the department of defense um and obviously microsoft wouldn't get leave them with like 10 year old tech or anything that ain't going to happen mm-hmm. um, because they're constantly upgrading their servers. So it's a really strange thing. They put that contract back up. Uh, a lot of people think that Amazon's going to end up getting it. But uh, Google did put in for it originally and it's pulled out. 
The reason why is because as soon as Microsoft, I mean, Google announced they were, their workers all protested immediately and said they walk off the job. Is that because of the military thing? Yep. And Google said, okay, okay. We will, we will. We're good. We're good. <laughs> you we, have don't, it. we don't need the money. Screw that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We want our, we want our employees. <laughs> yeah, we don't want our employees to walk off the job. Yeah. Uh, so I think in the end, the only one left really is Amazon. Um, I don't think there's any other companies that are actually putting for the bid. Um, because Amazon's the biggest one and easily going to get it. And, oh, IBM actually is in do it as well. Hmm. So... Which is possible. IBM actually could. A lot of people don't realize. That people don't know what IBM does nowadays. No. Because they don't sell they, to consumers anymore. No, they're not. They're not a computer business anymore. Well, no, they are. They're no, just not. They're not a re, uh, like like you said, consumer. They're not consumer re, computers. They're, they're they industry. Yeah, computers yeah. now. And uh, they're not. They're, they're they're as big as they were in the back of the day. <laughs> they are. They're huge. No, yeah. they're huge still. Yeah. They just make giant huge computers now only. Yeah, 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 yeah. They make giant server farms. They basically build brains. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they do crazy shit. Um, yeah, and they build these giant ass computers that actually most of them are running uh, AMD chip, which is funny. Um, so there is a good chance IBM actually could get it. I think if Amazon doesn't, uh, and what do you call it? Because IBM is a really huge powerhouse with data. Like they, like they invented um, new form of uh, magnetic tape, which they use, and it's an industry standard now. Like with this magnetic tape that holds over like 500 terabytes on like a tape this big. Oh, wow. Hmm. Great. Getting a hold of the, you can't just like, you can copy the data and have it stored away so it'll never die. But getting a hold, getting the data back off it will take a lifetime. <laughs> but for backup purposes and for the, like, I need this data to never go away. Okay. We'll back it up on this and throw this somewhere in a safe. It'll never die. Away. It'll never go away. Uh, and this format will never degrade. Well, for I think it's like 500 years or something, the new format. It's something stupid. Um, so just from that alone, and I think the fact that they deal in such big numbers, IBM could get it. Uh, where, And they're not like... Microsoft's been hacked. Microsoft's servers have been hacked. AWS's servers have been hacked. Um, Google servers have been hacked. Uh, IBM's really haven't. Hmm. Because they're not dealing, they're not selling to consumers because people want people's credit card data. Yeah. That's what they want. Stay away. Um, they know why people like IBM have super redundant things and it's just not worth it in the end. Where they could just hack into like Sony, Microsoft, Google and get hold of like a half a million credit cards. Um, so the payoff's bigger. So I think just from the security point, I think it's a good chance that IBM could get it. Um, so do know and yeah the whole like walking off the job thing that google like because google obviously i think would have easily got it because <laughs> oh, they're yeah. such a big they have so much in everything um and they have like easily the best facial recognition technology and all sorts of shit like they would have easily got it but what it is, though. Mm. i want one of these lg tvs <laughs> lg tvs they're so cool Oh, those teeth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why did it reset? Look at that. Yeah, those, those are, are so cool. Those are really cool. I wonder if they're like CRTs or if they're like LCDs. They're probably LCDs. Yeah. To me, to look it like would, that. Yeah, you, you. 
nobody manufactures uh, CRT parts anymore. No, they're not new. I, I, they might not be. They might be old TVs, but I don't oh. think LG made those. Oh. Did they even exist in the oh, No, know, they didn't exist 80s. then either. Yeah, I think those are probably LG. Yeah. All right, so Greenland. Okay, so Gerald Butler, Greenland 2, just sold for a lot of money. What about this one? What about this one? Oh, whoops, I didn't miss that one. Shoot. What is that? Did I miss that one? I did miss that one. Okay, so yeah, real quick. Before I get into that, because this was actually a big one I want to talk about. I really forgot about it. I must have clicked on the one past it. Anyway, so before Greenland, we'll get into Greenland in a minute. So uh, Biden's right to repair order could stop companies from blocking DIY fixes. Um, after years of petitioning and proposals, uh, momentum in building in the government to give consumers broader rights to repair products. Um, basically, it's coming to an end with. So this comes. This bill only addresses uh, farm tractors. And so, <laughs> uh, for the most part, it has mobile phones too, but not a huge portion of it. Um, so in a press briefing yesterday, the White House uh, press secretary uh, uh, Jen Penensk said Biden will issue the executive order on directing the U.S. Department of Agriculture to issue rules that, among other things, give farmers the right to repair their own equipment how they like. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I would, like, all the older men I know that were, like, farmers and stuff that I grew up around, like, fixed everything themselves. Why, they're not everything. allowed to? I, apparently, in uh, what you call it, current modern argument, like, agriculture they don't hmm. wow, wow yeah well have you seen some of the tractors these tractors like, like pretty much drive themselves oh you're you know you're right you're right now they do yeah they're like mm. super advanced yeah but it's back in the day man they people still using freaking john deers from like the 60s you know? yeah um yeah and like you mean and that's kind of like where i got my mentality like from a lot of these older guys that grew up with like to fix everything because i try to fix everything myself Oh, yeah, it's because too. of that mentality of I, well, I do my own brakes. Yeah, it might squeal a little bit, but it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and brakes are fairly easy. Um, yeah. but yeah, and I understand that. Like, and I think with your like, that's a big thing. It probably costs them a lot of money because I guarantee that's like a very niche market that people charge a fortune to fix in agriculture. Yeah. yeah. Um. And a and lot of these farmers, no choice. and the thing is, a lot of these farmers probably grew up with their grandfathers and fathers, like repaired everything themselves. And they're like, what the, f I want to repair this. I can do it. They have to take a class to repair it now. Yeah. But the, okay. The idea is though, that a lot of these things though, uh, especially I didn't notice in agriculture, like a lot of these things pretty much are made to break, which is a problem. Is that's a true thing. Yeah, well, for the most part, they're not built or is to that last. A conspiracy. Oh uh, no, no, no! They don't. They're not built to last like they used to. Like, um, even if you look at just drills, um, if you got bought a drill in like the seventies, and then bought a drill, current drill, like <laughs> the top of the line drill from now. Drills from the seventies are like thirty pounds. Yeah, if you took <laughs> compared the parts though, um, a drill from the seventies was all metal parts, and the motor was metal. Yeah, everything was metal, and it got really hot. <laughs> Yeah, but it would never die. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It will never die. Um, you might have to re-oil it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. about it. Re-grease the parts. Maintenance. And stuff. But... Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, it's literally 90% is plastic parts. Yeah. There's some metal parts with, like, the main gears and stuff, but everything else is plastic. Yeah, like that electric weed whacker I got. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's all like plastic parts and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's those are not made to last. Uh when they used to be made to last. Um and I think but it just comes down to uh, Well, you also get what you pay for. Like you do. if you want something besides this agriculture stuff, but like if you want a good good drill that's gonna last, you're gonna be paying over a hundred dollars at least. Well, okay, yeah, true. But even those they're not that they're okay. Yeah. Uh what's the the what's the uh Briggs and Stratton? I don't know. This is one brand that does actually offer a lifetime guarantee. Oh really? I can't remember what brand it is. Uh which is kind of cool. Um so it, that part is Technically, even though they, the drills don't have metal parts, they do give you a guarantee. If it ever breaks, we'll replace it. Well, that was the, the Sears one. Craftsman. Is it? Yeah, it might be Craftsman. But that still exists. Where? Like, it's not Sears isn't open anymore. No, but Craftsman as a brand still exists. Oh, does it? Yeah. I know Craftsman. Um, they always had a, a, a um, Because that was a whole thing. Craftsman still, yeah, it was Craftsman. Because they were the ones competing with uh, Ryobi, who owns Hart. Um, oh, Ryobi owns Hart? They own Hart. Uh, yeah, Hart. Huh. Stuff. It's the same. Not co- bad though. The same company. Yeah. Uh but they were competing with them for the contract with Walmart and some other big retailer recently. And right, uh, Hart went out. I wow, I'm surprised. Um, oh my god. Well, no, the oh reason why is Craft Parts. and Parts cost more. Oh, they're expensive. Yeah, yeah. but it's a lifetime guarantee. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I've got a Craftsman uh, toolbox. Yeah, know? yeah, they they're made to last. Um, and I think just these they just want the ability to be able to fix it not have you mean make it accessible like you mean for instance like and the best way i can go is i don't know how to talk about tractors it's about how to you should be able to just unscrew a couple brackets and boom you get into whatever you need to and it's not that easy like legos no oh my god just phones alone that's what i mean like the best example i can give is phones i don't know how to work on a tractor um is phones used to be able to for one phones the backs used well this is only a few years ago backs could completely come out the battery would come out everything and they um, made everything glass. <laughs> yeah, they made everything glass. Um, they put gaskets around the side for some reason because people are obsessed with like water sealed phones. It's like don't fucking drop your phone. Christ. Well, that's that's like, <laughs> that's actually I, they they make money off of that. People like the waterproof phones. No, I know, but it's it's like it's most of them are not completely water resistant for one. Uh, not even close. There's barely any there out there that are actually 100 percent water. Yeah, uh, but they they can you can literally water go resistant. underwater with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, some you can. Like my phone, I can. Yeah. Um, Even with the, without the case. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with that, though, is actually going back and repairing that. If you repair that, well, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, you don't have that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, not to mention just fixing it in general. It's not uh, built to last. And like one of the big things for cell phones for me, I want on top of just the right repair, be able to fix, like change out parts. Like Apple is really paying the ass with the ship because like even if you replace um anything with an apple phone now that haptic feedback the home button does not work anymore it will not work if you replace something in that phone or if well, you they don't have phone, phone buttons anymore no but when they did that was one yeah, of the things yeah, yeah. um so and nowadays like if anybody doesn't know if you replace like the battery in apple like unless you solve a way to reset or something like that you replace the battery in an apple phone it it's glitch, never gonna be the same it glitches out it does all this weird shit um there's so many problems that happen and it's all because that battery is actually coded to that motherboard. It's freaking uh, bullshit. So it's better off just to get the stupid warranty plan. Yeah. Well, not just buy a new iPhone. Well, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's complete bullshit. Um, and I'm only the big thing I want. Okay. And I understand IPs and I understand people want to protect their assets and all that other bullshit. But the one thing I want, and it's one thing I'm really annoyed with right now is because my phone, my current phone, 
Nokia uh, 5.3 uh, was supposed to have an update to Android 11 back almost a half a year ago. You don't have 11? No, not on this. Uh, and I got this phone. Wow. Um, basically, like, oh, well, as soon as I'll get it, like a week later, I'll have Android 11. No wonder I haven't seen any of uh, updates. In oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and I got the phone in regard to that because I was like, okay, cool. Uh, let alone the one thing I didn't know, I should have read that more, uh, which is probably going to cause me to get another phone soon, uh, is they completely locked the bootloader completely into the firmware. Um, you can't unlock the bootloader at all. People have tried like multiple ways. Um, and it and was supposed to be open? Not not open, but I didn't care about that so much. Um, because if they were going to go, because it's an Android 1 phone, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. it was supposed to get updates as right away. Yeah. Um, and the last generation Nokia did. Um, and now this generation has completely failed. People are beyond pissed. This generation is probably going to kill Nokia because so many people are pissed. Because... Android 12 is going around the corner now. Launched, it's rolling out, and there's a number of Nokia phones from last generation that don't even have Android 11. Um, so, I just want companies to because this is the reason, main reason why. Also, I hate LG. I will not buy an LG product because I had a phone a while ago that was awesome phone, but the um, when it stopped getting updates from LG. Uh, we had no source code to go on or no, well, no code to go by to make a new OS from. So the updates completely stopped, even though it was only a year, the year only had been out like a year and a half and they stopped doing updates completely. I, I have 11. Um, so, and that's why I had LG because the LG, even from multiple cryouts from the community, multiple people wrote them, LG, hey, release the source code for this phone. We don't care that you don't want to do updates. We'll do them ourselves. And they said, no. It's proprietary information. We can't give it that. And I want a law to be passed. Like after a year, you have to release the source code to your phone. It's hardware. Because yeah. that way. Turn it up to 11. <laughs> if you don't. Yeah. If you don't want to make an update to your phone, at least let the community do it. Because they will. They'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> There's coders out there that love their phones and want the newest update. So right to repair is a huge thing. And obviously I'm really glad this is going to be pushed forward because it's just one step closer to everything being a right to repair the way it should have been, the way it should have never changed. <laughs> everything was repairable. It used to be everything was repairable. Yeah. They just made it difficult, but it's because they wanted, for some reason there's this race to make everything as thin as possible. Well, no, you can make it thin as well. Just make it modular. They already tried the whole modular thing. Nope. It didn't work out. Well, no, but I don't mean just modular. I mean, just make it easy. Like for your phone, like this. Have it like, you mean, let people know, hey, yes, your phone's waterproof. But hey, if you scratch off like here, here and here, there's screws and you can unscrew it. Once you break that seal, it's not waterproof anymore, but you can repair anything you want. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Just make it easy. For people to take things apart and repair it themselves. I wish that they need to come up with a way to make it so you can reseal it and it will still be. Waterproof. Well, you can. There are ways for the you can make it some close. Well, if they can do it with like. So this is like a, a, a fake. Uh, what do you call it? Life proof. Yeah. You could open this and reclose it and it's now it's sealed. Yeah. But what's really cool. So uh, I, I washed the case and 
and then uh, I I just put my phone in the water to see what would happen. And uh, this has the feature where like, like say you're watching video, audio, it it spits out the water. Oh no shit! Yeah, it was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, it sounds terrible. What's going on? And it was like, spit all the water. I'm like, oh, that's neat. No, that worked. Because eh? uh, Tony Camper has the GoPro Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got this weird like thing on the side, and I thought it was like a, a latch that you have to open up. It's not. What it is, it's a special feature where it, it spits the water out of the microphone. Oh, okay. So it never gets wet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, this last story though. Only a few minutes later left. Uh, Greenland. Really good. I actually really like the movie. Only because I think it's really close to actually what happened to us 12,800 years ago. Oh, yeah. I remember that day. <laughs> uh, 9,550 uh, BC. Yeah, that day. Anyway. <laughs> I, re- I remember it very clearly. Um, I think it was probably one of the closest movies I actually um captured what actually could actually happen to this earth again easily happen to us that people don't realize that space is very dangerous there's a lot of things flying through space that could easily crash into us and we have no way to stop them <laughs> zero <laughs> so um and, that's oh greenland too i've never heard of and movie. that's and that's the premise like so obviously everybody knows it's a disaster movie end of the world world ends anyway that's the premise of the movie. It's really I like I really like like the movie, um, but I have never in my ever heard of them making a sequel to a disaster movie. Yeah, because it's usually a disaster. It's game <laughs> over, man. Well, no, even like uh, 2012 was a really good movie, and it did really well in the box offices. They didn't make a sequel. They didn't make a sequel. That's what I mean. Uh, what was that other movie uh, with the satellite? And well, no, uh, there was uh, the day after. They didn't do a sequel to that either. Uh, that was based on a book, though. Uh, there was a movie where the satellites got taken over. I think he might yeah. have been in that, too. Yeah, there was a sat- Yeah, that one. That was okay. Um, but there's never been a sequel to a disaster movie. <laughs> uh, not that I recall, anyway. I've never heard of Greenland. You never heard of Greenland? You no. don't remember seeing the trailers? No. Oh. It came out last year. It was one of the movies that were pushed to digital. But oh. it did really well, though. Yeah. Apparently. So... And I guess this people bought for the rights for the sequel for a lot of money. So I guess we're going to get a sequel, which is fucking strange. Everybody dead? <laughs> oh, the world ends. The world very much ends. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Then how is it sorry? The same guy. Because he survived. He survived in the end of the movie? Yeah. Oh. Then how's the world end? Oh, the world ends. Oh, so he's like on another planet type of thing? Y- you watch the world get obliterated. Oh, so he somehow got into a spaceship. So No. Uh they got into a bunker, obviously, in Greenland. Oh, so Greenland's the only thing that like exists now? No, there's a few bunkers around the planet, but the main one they're trying to get to that he finds out about from somebody else is this place in Greenland, obviously. But it's armed by military and all this shit. That's all that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um most of the movies him just trying to get there and everything goes wrong and because humans are horrible. And he ends up braining a guy and yeah, it's a whole bunch of it's, it's 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 pretty terrible, but I do like I, the best part though in the whole movie is waking up with coffee in your cup. No, okay, so <laughs> they the whole thing is like, oh, there's an asteroid about to pass by. Um, it's going to pass. We'll be able to see it off the coast of Florida, passing by. They think it's one of those near misses, like 
how we have those like every like couple like months or something. Yeah. Uh, they think that's what it is. And it's going to be shimmering through the sky in this whole big news event. And they're sitting around like he has like his neighbors over. They have popcorn, food, everything. He gets to run to the store, grab something else. Um, and they're watching it. And all of a sudden, like they're watching like the news thing and you see this thing and then it cuts to the actual asteroid coming through and it just obliterates Miami. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Miami's just gone live on the news. Wow. <laughs> it's just gone. And it's like, oh, um, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, and it's funny because he's over, I think he's in Georgia. Yeah. He's in Atlanta. Uh, and they feel the shockwave. Like it knocks, blows out all their windows, everything. And the thing hit in Miami. Wow. And instantly blows out windows in Atlanta. So then a whole bunch of more asteroids come through. Oh, oh yeah. Then, then the like a day later, news reports come in. Oh, yeah. Well, we were wrong about this uh, meteor stream. Um, the calculations were wrong. Um, basically, they tell, basically, we have seven days and basically all life is going to be obliterated from the planet. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a good movie, though. I definitely recommend people check it out. But I'm definitely going to check out the sequel now. Obviously, it's going to be very, very post-apocalyptic, like uh, Mad Max-ish, most likely, um, style movie, which is going to be kind of cool. With some of the whoever survived, because it is a pain of the planet and everything's gone. <laughs> so I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited for see a sequel to this movie. It'd be cool. I just want to see another disaster movie. Just make another disaster movie. I'll be happy for it. Or, or, or anybody up to the challenge. Actually, I know one person that's writing a script. Uh, to the events that took place 12,800 years ago. The real flood map. Oh, really? They're writing a script? No, there is one person that is writing a script. Basically. That is actually part of the community uh, that does follow... The same thing I'm following with that are like there's tons and tons that of trying evidence. To say, you know, the whole, there, the there are whole tons of evidence that we were we had higher technology than we do at this very point in time mm -hmm. and we were wiped out. And the reason why is because there's things in Egypt, like we were just talking about earlier, that we cannot make to this day mm -hmm. with our modern tools. Such as um there is statues. Um ever seen like these black granite statues in Egypt? Yeah. The precision is, what was it? One five hundredth of a millimeter. It, symmetric on both sides. Aliens. It's <laughs> too precise. Um, mm. And we don't have drills and stuff to cut that fine. And we have diamond drills. And we can't do it. Um, yeah, like you can't do, like there's, you, okay, and they try to, you go to Egypt and they try to, oh, we do it with copper chisels. You, you can't do that with copper chilla, so I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not doing that. It's bullshit. Complete bullshit. <laughs> copper would bend, wouldn't it? You can't. Oh yeah, it would. It would bend in a minute. It would. You, you're not chipping away granite in a. And okay, maybe it's the, a chemical reaction. Like, those black, uh, those black granite statues are still, like, Glossy. look like, like, look like they just got shined yesterday, and they're over twelve thousand years old. <laughs> and, and the thing about this, so those came from the first dynasty, according to the Egyptian archaeology, uh -huh. um, which means they're the oldest. How does it get worse? Technology advances. People get better at making things uh -huh. over a couple thousand years. 
So how does it get worse if it didn't already exist? Well, no, but the Egyptians got well, like in their own archaeology, they get worse at making things. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somehow they get worse at making things. Or it could it be those are aliens from, or, or those <laughs> from a whole nother civilization that we mm. don't know about. Yeah. And they were uh, trying to mimic them. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> Open the damn paw of the Sphinx. <laughs> well, actually, a lot of people there's if you look, there's an 80s documentary when they first opened the tomb of Osiris. Yahiwas is standing on the second level, and you can see there's an opening behind him in a tunnel. The tunnel would lead directly underneath the Sphinx. That tunnel is completely barricaded now. You can't go to it. Oh, the government. And they won't <laughs> let anybody. He, Zahiwas will not let anybody in there. He's a prick. He's a fucking prick. It, it probably, uh, if they, oh, man. If there is something that has literally the secrets of the world. Well, no, because it's, it's just their own history. It's the Egypt in general. They have a certain narrative for their own history. They don't want people to... But I'm glad the next generation is coming up and actually going, what I've been told is bullshit. Yeah. So the newer generations, hopefully, and when he fucking, Yahiwas dies, hopefully somebody else better will take over. He was almost arrested when the whole appeal happened in Egypt. How old is he? Uh, he's in his late 70s. Mm. So hopefully, I soon take a fucker of him. He's <laughs> a terrible, prick. But... He is a prick. No, he's like, he'll give in to bribes and stuff like that. He's Oh, really? He's just a prick. Wow. Like he let, like, that's oh, like the one archaeologist of said, like, oh, you want to get in good with the Aki Wash, just bring him a hot German blonde. Oh, my God. And it's actually true. Just fucked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, so this has been Tech Prime Media for Talking Gaming and Tech. <laughs> it's going to take a while tease. to get used to. Lots of tease. <laughs> anyway, so we'll be back. Well, we won't be back next week. Well, we might be back next week on a different day, possibly. So you'll just have to stay tuned to our media, our social media find out when that's going to be so until next week for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech tech prime <laughs> okay we'll think of something else better <laughs> but, yeah until next time though yeah we'll see you next time